You are listening to Big Trouble in Little Podcast. And here are your hosts, Joe Dove and Andy. Hello, Internet peeps, and if you're wondering why we are here with Big Trouble Little Podcast, I will give you a reason. We are going back to weekly, everybody. So every week we will be doing Big Trouble Little Podcast. At and least until we're, we're done with all these monkeys, but probably after that, too. Yeah, I mean, we love doing these rankings and stuff, and we were just talking that, about that before we started to hit the record button. So... I kind of dig the recording. I mean, the recording, uh, the weekly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm liking it a lot too. Um, years down the road, when they're when they're writing the storied history of this podcast, as, as like the monkey business <laughs> period, and we like switched gears and we started doing a weekly, and uh, a bunch of other stuff happens. I don't, I don't know. We yeah. we, we won the tag team championship. And, Else. We were like Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins beating the Revival. God. What a joke. We'll talk about that in a few. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this is our weekly podcast where we watch movies, we come back here, and we talk about it. And that's Big, Big Trouble Little Podcast. Anyway, Andy, what the hell have you been watching? Um. Oh, God. I think, I think these other two things from last week. I watched a bunch more Cheers. I watched a bunch of South Park. Whatever. I'm boring. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we both watched WrestleMania. I watched NXT Takeover. I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, and I went to theaters to see the only U.S. showing of the Man Who Killed Don Quixote, which is a very interesting movie. Very, very. It's a. It's directed by Terry Gilliam. He's been trying to make it for like twenty-five years. Terry Gilliam's a, the guy from Monty Python. He directed uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, uh, Brazil. 12 Monkeys, mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff. Guy's great. Time Bandits. Um, and he's been trying to make it forever, and it's got a bunch of, like, Spanish people and nobody's in it, and then Adam Driver is the main guy. <laughs> I'm starting to love Adam Driver, man. He is a good fucking actor. I actually uh, rewatched. I should have put this in my list, but I, I rewatched Ex Machina, and uh, he's a... Uh, the other guy that's with Adam Driver in uh, Star Wars, the the commander. Yeah. Um. Oh my God, I know his name. Fuck. And then uh, Poe Poe Dameron is in that movie. Yeah. They're all great actors. Like beyond Star Wars and stuff, they they do a phenomenal job. <laughs> you still remember his name? I'm trying to remember Poe po Dameron's name because he's in that. He's also in uh, Oscar he's Isaac. He's in Annihilation. Oscar Isaac. Yeah. He's yeah. Great too. Remember, I called him Oscar Isaac Newton. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Adam, Adam Driver, though, seriously, I mean, he's great in Logan Lucky. He's fucking excellent in Silence. Mm-hmm. He's great in a bunch of stuff. I'm starting to really like him. I mean, I already like him. I'm starting to like him more. Yep. And hopefully, such a weird face, but goddamn it. <laughs> 
kind of on Adam Driver a little bit. Do you think that Kylo Ren um, will end in episode nine and that the next trilogy will be different without a Kylo Ren? Yeah, probably. I mean, that that would be the best way to do that, right? I mean, you, you got a trilogy, you have the characters in that trilogy, and then you conclude that trilogy, mm-hmm. and those character stories pretty much come to an end. That's, that's why they've got the characters from the old trilogy, because, you know, they got to pay fan service. But it's not their story, necessarily. I, I mean, it's still... No, it, it's not. I don't know. I don't want to get off from the Star Wars beats again. Yeah. I just think it, I think he needs to go a little away from Star Wars and he does have all these other movies. But, you know, we were just talking before the podcast that um, when you go look for news and you're looking around, it's everything is superheroes and everything is nerdy with Star Wars. That's what makes money. I mean, I understand. Um, I, I get it. I get why movies are the way they are. And I'm fine with not necessarily being part of the majority. I, I, I'm the weirdo who went at 7 o'clock on a Wednesday to see one specific showing of this this movie from the guy from Monty Python. I, I, I haven't seen Shazam yet, even though I want to. I haven't seen Captain Marvel yet. I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm the weirdo. I'm the minority. I like those movies too, though. I'm not going to sit around... And you know, bitch about those or anything. But mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah, and uh, we always dick around on like these superhero movies, but we do want to see Endgame, and I do want to see Shazam. I think uh, Zachary Levi, I think his name is. Uh, he's the he did the show Chuck, and I loved him in Chuck. So uh, I cannot wait to see Shazam. I think I'm going to see it in theaters at some point. Probably into like all the other people are gone from watching it. Yeah, I was supposed to go with some friends, and it just kind of fell through. I had some other shit to do, and I feel like heel. But mm-hmm. uh, I, it's still if if I get a free evening and I'm like, oh, we're gonna see a movie. That's probably what I'll see. I'll probably see it over Captain Marvel. Yep. I watched a lot of wrestling uh, this this week, and if anybody doesn't know. Uh, WrestleMania 35 happened, and when WrestleMania happens, there's a lot of wrestling in general that happens. There's a lot of cons happening, a lot of independence. There was the G1 Supercard with ROH and New Japan Wrestling, uh, which had Enzo and Kaz uh, invade there. They came over from the stands and started beating up uh, Bubba Ray Dudley, and uh, I forgot the other wrestler's name, but I heard that was really good. That's on actually nerd of, uh, uh, com. Uh, one of my friends, Mike, wrote a review of G1. So if you want to check that out, go to nerdreview.com. Um, the Hall of Fame was actually pretty fucking good. I remember saying, I don't know if I remember saying it on the show or just saying it in general to one of my friends. I said, man, it looks really weak because they had, I was happy for Degeneration because they put a, uh, China finally into the Hall of Fame, which yeah. is, which is well deserved. Uh, I didn't really care for the Harlem Heat because I'm like I don't care for Stevie Ray. I like Booker T and he's already in the Hall of Fame, so now he's yeah, so now he's two time two time Hall of Fame. Um, and then I got really pissed off because the Hart Foundation is in the, the Hall of Fame, but they didn't include Owen Hart because Owen Hart's wife is still. Uh, 
uh, I mean, she has a reason to be upset because WWE made made uh, Owen Hart do this. Not made, but was told to do this stunt, and Owen agreed to it, which eventually led to his death from falling off the uh, rafter from the, the, the rope, or not the rope, or whatever thing he was on. And uh, I, I felt like that was the perfect time to get Owen Hart uh, in the Hall of Fame, but she uh, threatened to sue the WWE if his name was in there. I mean, that's, I, of course they want to honor him, but it's, it's up to her at the end of the day. That's fine, I get it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tori Wilson was in it. I didn't really care for her when she was in the WWE. Uh, I didn't even know who that was. It it was during like the time where uh, the puppies and all that stuff. Right after the Trist. Yeah. Um, then you had Brutus Beefcake, uh, the barber, which was really good. Mm. Overall, uh, they kept the Hall of Fame really quick. I think they submitted their scripts before, so it wasn't like they were, you know, doing two-hour uh, uh, speeches. So when yeah. they, and uh, something happened during the Hall of Fame. Uh, Bret Hart uh, got tackled from a fan, and uh, literally the whole WWE roster beat the shit out of him. <laughs> he was jumping out like playing guys. Did you see the the mugshot like after he got arrested? Yeah, there was one fake one, and then there was a, a real one. The real one was a guy in green hair. The one that had the uh, the bruises on his face was the fake one. I don't know which one I saw. Yeah. Um, it, apparently this guy had a lot of, uh, hateful things on Twitter that the women should not be in the main event and Vince should die and not be running WWE. Um, and he was also being looked at, at the police for harassment already. He's, he was a weirdo. He was a recluse and an idiot and all kinds of, he was exactly the kind of guy that you would think would be this guy. Yep. And I, I truly don't know why uh, he would tackle Bret Hart. I, no, Bret Hart's a, a beautiful man, but he's not a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, we call it uh, Sean Waltman, uh, X-Pac, said the only reason probably why he attacked Bret Hart is because all the other people had, uh, like Hulk Hogan inducted uh, Brutus in. Uh, Jimmy Hart inducted uh, the Honky Tonk Man. I forgot he was in the Hall of Fame, too, the Honky Tonk Man. Uh, everybody has somebody besides uh, Tori Wilson. And I, I guess he thought, you know, if I tackle a woman, it's it's going to look bad, I guess. So, I don't know. Yeah, and uh, WrestleMania 35 was uh, interesting. The first half was really good. And then the second half, I was tired. <laughs> It was long as fuck. Nine, eight hours of wrestling is too much. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I won't even watch the weekly product because I can't stand to watch two to three hours. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I really like the Kofi versus Daniel Bryan. I thought Miz, oh, yeah. Miz and um, Shane McMahon was good. Yeah, had some excellent spots. I liked Batista and Triple H. <laughs> Did you like the spot where... Uh, he took the nose ring out. Um, yeah. I, 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 was, I was really surprised they actually... Well, no, no. What happened was uh, 
they they covered up the nose pretty good. And then when he pulled out, that's when he went like, ah, my nose, my nose. And then Batista rolled out. Uh, before the camera cut, you see Batista messing with his nose. So that's when he probably pulled it out. And then the referee handed Triple H another nose ring to make it look like he pulled it out for real. Nice. So uh, <laughs> that's a thing. Uh, yeah, that, that was pretty interesting. The main event, I, I like the result, but I mean the result of Becky Lynch winning. But I didn't. I didn't like how it played out. Uh, I liked it. I liked that match. The we still don't know, and I don't think we'll ever know because it's wrestling. That if the botch was actually a real botch, uh, the botch meaning that uh, did she mean to uh, have her shoulder up when the referee was counting? Uh, was the referee supposed to fuck up on the count to make it look like Ronda was strong in some way? Uh, th- there was rumors going around that uh, Becky was supposed to tap out Charlotte to make Ronda look strong. So that's a thing. I don't know. But I'm happy Becky Lynch won. I think that was the right person to do it. Um, Kofi Kingston was amazing. Uh, yeah. The pop was crazy. And uh, and Hulk Hogan coming out was uh, a good pop. Like every... Uh, yeah, brother. He's back. Yeah. He's not racist anymore. <laughs> yeah, brother. Uh, yeah, every old school person was cheering the fuck at him. And uh, yeah, NXT TakeOver, fucking amazing. Go watch. <laughs> That's yeah, all. I mean, just like all the other ones, NXT TakeOver was fantastic. Like, I don't even feel the need to break it down. It's just good beginning to end. Johnny, uh, no, no. Matt Riddle, Velveteen Dream, great match. Johnny Gargano versus uh, Adam Cole, fucking amazing match. Yes, some some of the best wrestling of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So enough wrestling right now. We we're gonna get into from wrestling to apes, which could be the same thing, if you if you think about it. Uh, this week we are talking about Escape from Planet of the Apes. Last one. The beneath the planet of the apes they went into like a subway with all the mutant humans and stuff and then uh a bomb goes off and boom uh that's it everybody died i the guess the world is destroyed the, the mantle of the earth cracked in half and there's a what bright flash of the world is destroyed every human being every ape every creature every amoeba is dead mm-hmm. 3958 Yep. So, you know, Escape from Planet of the Apes now, um, you start to see humans and you're like, oh, we're, we're going to the past now. And uh, you see uh, a spaceship with astronauts coming out and, you know, the military is there because they're like, oh, my God, he, literally a UFO is in the ocean right now. No, it's the it's the spacecraft that took Taylor and the other three into space. Mm hmm. And they, they are like, oh, my God, it's been missing for three years. Uh, we need to get it out. And they, even when they come out, they, like, salute them. Say, welcome back, men. Welcome to the United States of America. And they take off their helmets and they're, and they're apes. Yeah, and they, they oh get... Oh, my God! And they get scared and uh, lock them up uh, in a zoo. And I got to say, th- it was goofy, this movie. 
Yeah, this movie's really, this movie made me think a lot about um, The Voyage Home, the Star Trek movie, because it does the same thing. It's like, the, the series is like Stone Cold serious, mm-hmm. and then they were like, eh, hey, fuck it, uh, they're in San Francisco, and it's the 80s, and there are whales. Eh, who cares? Uh, nuclear vessels, it's hilarious. And that movie's great, and this movie's pretty good. I mean, they both have the same tunnel shift, and they still kind of like make it work. It's still a serious plot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like right, right out of the gate, though. You're like, this is silly. I don't. I don't this is really silly. Well, it kind of had a little similarity from the first one, where, yeah. where you know, uh, Taylor comes and he's you know put in front of a committee, uh, being questioned what to do with him and stuff. And same thing with you know, oh, we didn't even mention the apes are Cornelius and uh, what was it, Zira? Zira, and also a third ape who unfortunately doesn't make it all. Movie, he actually dies in the first act, I think. But the the, the genesis for it, for the thought of including him, so he's supposed to be like the Leonardo da Vinci of their age. He's like a genius. Milo. Figured out. Was it Milo? Yeah. Wait, was it? That's yeah. what the kid's name is. Wait, am I on the right one? Yeah, uh, Escape from Planet of the Apes. Milo, right there. Or oh. I don't know. There's a third one, and I. I think they did a good thing by killing him because I think if they would have kept him, uh, he would have found a way to talk with these humans uh, to, you know, pretty much believe them. And because, you know, he died and then he went, uh, they went in front of a committee, that's where, you know, the hiccups happened because she's like, oh, I dissect. And then she stopped herself and, like, said examined or uh, looked at these humans and... Uh, he was trying to tell them to act, just pretty much act like apes when they were put in the zoo. We need to act like that gorilla over there because if we show that we're talking and that we're advanced uh, monkeys and not mon- they don't like to be called monkeys, if they're advanced apes and uh, gorillas, that they will examine us like how we examine humans, you know, in the future. And. Uh, do you think I I would think I would think our government would act like how the government was acting in that movie? Would you think that too? More or less, uh, like the, the idea of, of taking them somewhere and quarantining them that makes sense. Like at the beginning, they don't understand that they're they're hyper intelligent or mm. at least intelligent. They because they're not speaking, and I don't know why. Both in the first movie and in this one, I, I don't like, oh, don't speak. It'll be easier if you don't speak. We can't let them know that we can speak. Fucking why? Like, I don't, they explain it a little bit, but I'm never satisfied mm-hmm. them explaining it. But it, it at least, it helps there be a plot. It helps, uh, it's a, there's a funny scene where um, the, the vet psychiatrist comes in, and he, that's her sitting there. And they, they, he shows the blocks, and she, you know, points it. It's, it's a basic intelligence test that they do with primates and apes and like that. And she, like, you know, nails it because she's actually just human intelligent. And, th- and that's funny. Like, they get a couple of interesting scenes like that out of it, and then they speak, and then they know. But I don't, I don't get it from. I don't get it in the way that the story wants me to get it. I don't think. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, the whole talking thing, like, in the first one, um, they just say outright that, you know, humans don't speak. 
And I think the reason probably is like, you got to think this is the future. And the humans that are there now, um, when they're born, they're being chased by apes all the time. And they're not being taught English in any way. So they're really primitive where, you know, they're probably grunting or, uh, or saying nothing at all. And uh, that has a reason. But, like, I don't know. I, I really... It, I get it why they do it. But at the same time, it just... If they would have talked right away, it would probably saved a lot of time. But that's Hollywood movies for you. They, they like to have, you know, the plot like that to keep you thinking. Uh, yeah. What I, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, the goofiness... You know, with the, you know, putting him in a hotel and, uh, you know, making him like a celebrity because the media loved it. I felt that was like weird and too quick. It was a little too quick. And it was also one of my least favorite parts of the movie. When they're like, oh, look, I bought, I bought human clothes. Oh, look. And I was like, haha, this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I was like, I get it. This is a little cringy. I kind of wish. I want to get back to my sci-fi plot, please. Yeah. And if people are wondering how these apes came um, that uh, pretty much to the past again, uh, is they took, you know, Taylor's ship, and I guess they don't really explain it. They just end up back in uh, the past. It doesn't need explained. It's the same thing as the first movie. It's like, oh, there was a time thing, and now we're here. Well, whatever. It's... Uh... The, the how isn't as important as, like, the why and the what now, mm-hmm. you know? But it kind of, it, you kind of see why Ape, okay. you, you kind of Did see, you? can oh, you hear? I can hear you now, yeah. Uh, Discord uh, disconnected. What a prick. Yeah, fucking Discord. But anyway, uh, like you said, it, it doesn't really matter how they ended up there they just they're there uh but you could also see how the evolution of these apes happened pretty much because of the time travel (laughs) sort of i I don't understand sci-fi and and time travel rules are weird do they start a whole new timeline back to the future style or did this shit just always happen like, is this just actually what had happened and that's why there are mm-hmm. super intelligent apes in the future? Or, I don't know. Because they, they, like, tell the history of how apes became intelligent. Like, there's a plague and all the dogs died and man was like, oh, man, I want a pet. So they started domesticating apes and then eventually apes were able to, like, do the laundry and cooking and stuff. And they just got smarter and smarter. And eventually they realized they were slaves so they rebelled. And, you know, from there on, it just snowballed into where you find it in the 1968 Planet of the Apes. That's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years later. Mm-hmm. But if if they just came from these apes that came back in time, that doesn't make as much sense. Yeah. So I, I think this is, like, separate. I think all that happened, and then when they came back, that started its own its own thing over. That's what I think. That's, that's, that's where I come from. Well... Time travel is, like you said, it's weird, and um, you could always say if, you know, Taylor never went to the future, then they would never come to the past and leave. Uh, by the way, spoiler alert, uh, 
Zira has a baby, and at the end, pretty much, uh, they end up at a circus, and the gorilla, the gorilla at the circus had a child. Uh, Chimpanzee at the circus. Yeah. How dare you compare them to gorillas? They're they're warmongering brutes, not like chimpanzees. Yeah. So what Zira does is like these are surprisingly racist. It turns out. Yeah, I I I kind of I I chuckle that like how they were wording that at the uh, committee. Yeah, so. they're like fucking orangutans, goddamn gorillas, warmongering, uh, cowardly, stupid, brutish. And, and then, they, they weren't saying that stuff in the other movies, but you it, you get that it comes from a place of all oh, we're just part of society, you know, kept our place, and the chimpanzees are pacifists, which which they do set up in the second movie. That does make sense. Mm-hmm. And then the media laughs. <laughs> yeah, they're like ha ha ha, and you know, instant uh, celebrity status. But anyway, like at the end, uh, you find out that she switches the uh, the babies, and. Uh, <laughs> the Which one. I like. I like that ending. I at first I was like, this ending was kind of stupid. And after that, after it goes back to Ricardo Montalban, which by the way, Ricardo Montalban is in this movie, and he's awesome, just like he always. Is. Yeah. But uh, it goes back to him, and you start to figure it out, like what had happened. I was like, okay, movie. That is I like. It, it kind of to me, it it had that uh, Twilight Zone uh, twist a little yeah. a little bit, and I really liked that and i was like oh i see what's happening here and then i like i got the payoff and i was like that's fucking cool um i want to say the villain uh in the beginning i didn't understand his intentions like you could tell that he was like i don't believe these apes i'm gonna find out what you know they're hiding uh but I, I, yeah i hate the motivation of the bad guy in this movie because it's just like oh apparently apes are gonna control man 2,000 years from now, mm-hmm. we should do something about it. It's like, dude, fucking settle down. What kind of scientists are you? You suck. You're the worst. You, even the president of the fucking United States was just yeah. like, he was like, hey, we're not even going to be in office anymore, so why does it even matter? Everybody likes yeah. him. Every president in every sci-fi movie is a complete bastard, except this movie. For some reason, in this movie, the president's actually a pretty cool guy. Mm-hmm. He, like, compares what he's talking about and the way things are happening to, like, Biblical stories and and, and uh, the, the night of innocence, whatever. He, he uh, it, it's really cool. The stuff he says, it's like, really well written scene. I like that. Mm-hmm. It, it was really cool. Um, like I, like I said, the whole goofiness. I, I at times I was looking away at other stuff that I was doing while I was watching this movie. Ew. Because I was just like, don't really care that you know she's drinking like grape juice plus which yeah, also she said she's pregnant and then he gives her alcohol and you're, that's not, you're not supposed to do that and then and then in the same sentence he's like oh you want to smoke oh you can't do that while you're pregnant no he says do you care if i smoke and then he says oh no not in your condition yes yeah. it's just his ruse to get it out so he can start the little recorder so mm-hmm. i get it but also uh dude she doesn't know what smoking is you're an idiot yeah and uh oh man it's just i didn't care for that section like i understand like they were just like oh this is pretty cool this is what humans do in the past like this is pretty cool 
Because, you know, in the future, obviously, they don't have TVs, they don't have shopping centers. They do have a town, which probably does have a shopping center, but not like the clothing store or, uh, they did have a museum, right? They had a museum which had humans in it, correct? That's yes. what, that's why she fainted when she saw the, the, uh, the gorilla in the, uh, the museum. So, uh, but I, even when it picked up with the action and stuff, I didn't really care for it. I I think pretty much the ending is where I really started liking it, liking it when they were running away from everybody. Uh, <laughs> because Cornelius is like, oh, they're going to fucking kill us now. We need, we need to go. And uh, Zira's like, oh, well, I just want to be truthful. I, you know, I like it here. These people are, you know, some of the people are actually nice, which is true because the media and the world like them. Besides, you know, that one asshole, the the villain, and um, he 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 was a fucking asshole at the end, especially when he just started fucking unloading on that baby. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty fucked up. I was surprised they they put that in there actually a little bit. Yeah, I, I was. I I mean, I have to admit, when it happened, I was like, "Whoa, really?" Mm-hmm. Kind of, like out loud, sitting there watching the movies. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. E- even like the the military when they were watching him, they were like, "Oh, <laughs> that's too far. What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone was like, "Oh, stop him!" Yeah. Uh, what else should we mention in this movie? Because there's not a lot of mention. Like they come to Earth, they are uh, in a committee. Uh, then they're praised a little bit, and then the villain guy is like, we need to go back, something, they kind of stuttered on their words, we need to interrogate them like they're, you know, terrorists and stuff, and then, uh, they get the approval, uh, then they get the psychiatrist, oh yeah, that's the one good thing, like, the psychiatrist and the, and the doctor were, uh, kind of like Zira and Cornelius in the future. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So they were kind of married. They, uh, when, they, when they were making this movie, when they were writing it, they consulted with the guy who had written uh, the original book. And they like tried to infuse a little bit of that in there. Because after it got put through the original screenwriter and um, the, you know everyone else, it like wasn't exactly what he'd written. They kind of made their own thing. And they kind of brought him in. They wanted a little more of that. Mm-hmm. They also, uh, a little bit of Rod Serling's stuff made it back into this. Because when he had written it originally... Ape society was more like present day when they when they got there, but then they, they changed it to make it a little more pastoral and a little more outlandish. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I think the, the the funniest part that I liked was uh, when the female reporter went up to Cornelius. He's like, "What do you what do you like about women? Uh, what do you think of the women here?" And he's like, "Well, they're human." <laughs> so I, I chuckled that out a little bit and then yeah again like all humans probably look very similar to them just mm-hmm. like all apes look very similar to us mm-hmm. and i started thinking of like stupid things like if they were gonna live there uh would they take showers did they take showers in in the future i don't know because you know all that hair is gonna take a while to dry so yeah. um, um there, there were there was something that bothered me about the whole movie, and I don't know where to bring it up, so I'm just going to do it now. They kept being worried about uh, they're going to like start a colony, and there's going to be a bunch of intelligent apes. Uh, 
who is going to start a colony? Just the two of them are going to have a child, and then the child is going to do nothing. And also, at the committee, they're like, oh, we'll abort the kid and then sterilize him or execute him or whatever they decide to do. Mm -hmm. um, let the kid be born because then, you know, the media is going to cover it and it's going to be a big deal. And then, like, um, secretly sterilize the kid or something like that. And then it's fine. You're, you're, you keep your hands clean. You still get what you want. You could probably progress science talking and learning from the It's dumb. It's, it's stupid. It's like the movie goes out of its way to be like interesting and accurate. And yes, the government reacts in like a realistic way and it's a bad. Mm -hmm. And they're worried about this, that, and the other. And then they're like, hey, we need a story. Some stupid shit happens. And then the rest of the story happens. I don't know. But what's funny is like this guy is, uh, the villain, is all worried about these apes pretty much taking over um but these apes are a projection of pretty much humans they all do what humans do and you know like there's war and destruction you know there was you know different races which had a race war in some way uh gorillas fought with everybody there, there was war um humans thought of apes as like you know animals so they were treated like primitives and you know vice versa in the future so it was like having a projection of that and uh the psychiatrist nicely put it by the way like when he was like oh you guys are primitive and she's like primitive and he's like well you know to us you know apes are not talking like you guys so like we find it a little bit weird and i i the psychiatrist you only see him for a couple of scenes like i thought he would be like a main main character and you see him throughout the whole movie but it's just like it's very limited like the stars are obviously zero and cornelius and uh pretty much the villain did you like the location at the end with where they were just like on the abandoned ship somewhat it really smacked of uh we have a really low budget you know mm -hmm. I, 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 I don't know what the budget for this movie was but it is obviously lower than the first two and they do a good job of that like it, it, it's a good thing that it takes place in modern day which is probably part of the reason because they had a low budget they were like look we don't want to have a whole bunch of makeup to do so we're just gonna have three really two and a half uh, people to put in makeup. Makeup's still great, by the way. The makeup's good in all these movies. But mm. um, it's clear the movie had a smaller budget, and in a way, I admire what they do with that budget. But there's still there's some story beats that it doesn't matter how much money you got if they just go weird. Yeah. There's a discrepancy uh, that I have. Uh, at, at the part where they're running away, she leaves her bag by, like, an oil rig area. And... Um, out of nowhere, like, the oil rig people find it. And I guess they, they they automatically know this is, you know, Zira's bag, so we need to report it. They'd seen it before, sure. Like, was it on the news? I thought so, maybe. She's carrying it when they, like, go past the press into that hotel room. Yeah. I, I just thought that was kind of stupid. Like, oh, we found this bag. This must mean that... The apes are here. Like, that was the only problem I had with that scene. 
it's always possible he just like found it and then like reported, hey, there's a bag up here. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's maybe it's a bomb. I don't know. And then like it just someone reported it to someone else, and someone knew that the government was looking for the tapes, so they started. Oh, maybe it's that. And, I don't know. It 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 happened because the plot needed to happen. I guess. Yeah, and this film also has a problem with location where it just seems like the place is really really fucking small because yeah because you have a city and then all of a sudden like days what is it like days have gone by or maybe like a day or two mm-hmm. you would think these apes would be far away from uh the civilization or at least have good mileage on uh away from the military and the cops and stuff that and this secret semi-secret marine camp it always felt like it was just one building Mm-hmm. It's such a small set, and it's such a small exterior set. Uh, it never felt... I, I don't know. They should have filmed that somewhere else. Yeah. And uh, what did you think of the acting in this? I thought that, I thought it was pretty decent. Yeah, the acting was um, passable to passable plus. It was, uh, And in fact, uh, Zero and Cornelius are, are always great. What's uh, Kim Hunter, I think is her name? She's great in all of these movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... It was a shame that last uh, movie they had limited scene and that pretty much they paid it forward to this one. So that was good. Yeah, yeah I read that um, they had to like beg them to be in the second movie. And after they read the script for this one, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll do this. But nonetheless, I guess one or both of them was quoted as saying they were glad their characters died because they didn't want to do these movies anymore. Yeah, I bet the makeup is probably just ter- oh, yeah. the hottest shit. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Yeah, and one last thing I want to bring up uh, is I love the ending where you see the the baby monkey going mama, and they just loop it, and you just tell that they looped it. Uh, yeah, it's awful. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh my god, they got the monkey to say mama or something close to mama, and they're just like, all right, we're just gonna loop that. So he, it sounds great. I think it was. I think it was Earth Dub. I think they did that ADR. Oh God! But yeah, and you know that that was pretty much a twist that she switched to babies, and you know if you're thinking time travel in a way, uh, maybe that's how the apes take over. We're to a point. Maybe, maybe we're gonna find out next week. Yeah, and so, so do you recommend this film at all? Yeah, yeah, I still do. Um, like I said, it's got some problems, but overall, it's a lot of fun. And it reminds me a lot of uh, Voyage Home. Mm-hmm. Journey Home? Voyage Home. Voyage Home, I think. And I, I just like the tone. I like um, I like that it's a more lighthearted take. I like that it's a little more faithful to um, the first movie and the book than the second movie was. Because the second movie threw out a lot of like the, the um, I don't want to say political undertones. Like, there, there's like a, a, a commentary on society in the first movie. And then the second one, they, they kind of ignored a little bit. And then in the third one, it's front and center. Mm-hmm. I, I, I digged it. And uh, I'm actually changing one of my rankings. I uh, put Beneath the Planet of the Apes at two. And I actually liked Escape better than Beneath. Oh, my God. I was dreading this because I like each of them for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I think I like Escape just barely better, though. I think I'm with you. So I think so far our lists are the same. Yep. So 
uh, Andy and myself have Planet of the Apes 1968, because there is a 2001 uh, version, um, at number one. And then at number two, we have Escape from the Planet of the Apes. And at number three, we have Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Uh, obviously, we thought that Escape was a little bit more better. I didn't like the mutant humans in uh, Beneath, and uh, I hope to not see them in any of future films that we're watching. <laughs> so far, both of the sequels are very similar in that they do a bunch of stuff that I find very interesting, mm-hmm. but then drop the ball in like some fundamental plot way, and it makes the movie a lot less fun. Yeah. They they both they both have something that man I wish they would expand expand upon in a much more satisfying way. Mm-hmm. But they both got a fun, they both got pluses that outweigh the minuses. So far, there I don't think there's any stinkers in this series so far. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that's our ranking so far. We still have one, two, three, four, five, six more movies to go, um, and I think we have two more old movies. Yes, yes, there are two more of the original series. There is the one from 2001, and then there are three modern ones. Mm -hmm. That's going to be cool to watch. Can't wait. Yeah, uh, honestly, I'm I'm getting way more into these than I thought. I I was looking at some of the comics the other day. There's one that's just about the general from the second movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people hate the 2001 version, but I have like a uh, strange love for it. Uh, we'll see. Three weeks. Three weeks. We're gonna get back. Get back to that one. You you put that in your back pocket until then. Mm-hmm. But also, next... don't spoil yourself on the other movies if you can help it. I've been trying myself. Yeah, I I kind of peeked at the next week's trailer. Um, should never done that. But uh, next week's movie, we have Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. So make sure to watch it and then come back here and then we'll talk about it. And then we'll rank it because that's what yeah. we do. You watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll probably be, you know, if I had to guess, I'm sure it's going to also introduce a bunch of new elements in a new way and it's going to be interesting. And then the, the plot is going to do something really stupid and it's going to be unsatisfying. <laughs> pretty that's much that's my prediction <laughs> yeah pretty much I think I'm gonna have to agree with you you know I was uh, I'm sorry I know you were wrapping up but I was reading about this movie I read about all of them because they're, they're all really interesting to me the way they got made and uh, the actors involved the writers and producers um, this movie was like reviewed really well when it came out the second one was not and then for some reason everyone was like, oh, the third one's pretty good. I kind of like it. Uh, well, this one's really good. It, it brings back all this other stuff. The acting in it, the makeup's great. Yeah, I was I, really surprised. Like, I thought it was okay, but apparently a lot of critics back then thought it was really good. Yeah, because I think the fucking mutants just was a stupid idea in the second one. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying the, the second one deserved to be higher up. I'm saying the third one deserved to be a little lower, I thought. I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, glad, I'm glad it did well enough to necessitate more movies. Like, this is, I love, uh, I, I said this last week, but I'm going to say it again. I love this old sci-fi. I love pre-Star Wars sci-fi. Star Wars made sci-fi have to be like big, blockbuster, summer event stuff. And sci-fi used to just be able to do its own thing, make you think. Mm-hmm. And, and also I, I think this pretty much got good 
of res uh, good reviews is because it mirrors the the first one in a way. And yeah, it, it does it in a creative way. And yeah. I'm sure that it made its money back because looking at it, the, the budget had to be super low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, make sure to watch Conquest and uh, come back here. We'll talk about it. Uh, news that matter to us. There's no news because if you want to hear about Endgame and like what are the possibilities of like Thanos getting killed by Ant-Man or uh, Captain Marvel or Captain America. Like... That shit's not news. God damn it. I'm sick of all these websites where, like, writing these stupid opinion uh, this might happen. Oh, the, the details you forgot about Infinity War might come back. Oh, this character. Thanos' secret weakness? That's not news! Get out of here with that! Sorry, <laughs> that's that's a real personal thing, but fucking hate seeing that stuff in my Facebook feed. I fucking hate seeing it on any of the websites I frequent. It's so stupid. I don't care about your opinion. Mm -hmm. I said on a podcast where I say my opinion, and I hope other people listen, but... I don't know. If you seek it, that's one thing. But these these sites are supposed to be like telling me like news and stuff, and they're cluttering up with not news. So. Yep, and it's, it's annoying. Apparently, suicide. It, it is, some of it's funny. So I like the Ant Man stuff. There's a meme about Ant Man defeating Thanos that makes a lot of sense. But whatever. None of my news. <laughs> I I'm just scrolling, and it's just like end game this, end game that. Uh, Batista is in the new movie. I'm like, okay. And then Suicide, Suicide Squad 2. Oh, they're making another one? Oh, God. <laughs> and it's like... And then it's like, Sarah Connor says, I'll be back in Terminator Dark Fate, which, uh, I'm gonna, I'm a Terminator fanboy. I'm gonna go see it no matter what, but, uh, who cares? <laughs> uh, Toy Story 4, uh, Cool. Interesting. So I mean, until it comes out, though, who cares? Exactly. It's like, it's like the the it's like the news now. It's just like check out this trailer. Let's take a close look at this trailer. And I'm like, okay, but what's the news? Like, who's directing it? Who's starring it? Oh, here's an IMDb link. Usually, when a trailer comes out, you already. Look, the average movie-going scrub, they gotta see them trailers. They gotta see it during Monday Night Football. They're not gonna go see Ant-Man 3, goddammit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> trailers are a big deal, I get it. But this this is this is a practice I've tried to follow for many years, and I think everyone else should too. If you know you're gonna see a movie, stop watching the trailers. Whenever they release new information, don't look at it. Don't read it, don't watch it, don't listen to it. Just go to the movie and enjoy it. Because you're gonna see the movie anyway, and every time you watch trailers, something's gonna be ruined. And I know everyone likes to get excited and get a huge boner over whatever was in the new Marvel trailer, and it's fun to discuss on social media and stuff, but I mean, at the end of the day, you're doing yourself a disservice to really make it. But that's, that's just what I do. Yeah, and uh, I, what do you, how do you feel about live-action anime movies? <laughs> uh, badly, poorly, negatively. <laughs> Did you know a Gundam movie, a live action movie is coming? Yes, out? I know. God damn it! But a legendary is involved. They 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 did all the the like the, the Godzilla stuff mm -hmm. and the uh, uh, Skull Island, King Kong Skull Island and stuff. So maybe that's all I'm gonna say. Maybe. Yeah, m my friend is trying to get me into Gundam, and uh, I do have yeah, my. Yeah, so am I and Zach and everyone else. Gundam's great, kicks ass. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta make room. To, I I just gotta stop. 
thinking about ideas for like podcasts and stuff and just fucking watch shit. <laughs> yeah, you got consume media and then spit your opinion out of it. There also there's also been a lot of buzz about the action cowboy bebop thing that Netflix is gonna make and everyone keeps saying it might be good. They got a show, they got oh, it's gonna be this, that, and the other. No, it's not. It's gonna be terrible. Why are why are you getting optimistic? Stop it. Why I don't get the what is the the live action? Why do we have to have live action Lion King, Aladdin, Dumbo? Um, why Lion King's the only one that I kind of get because it's not even live action. It's just they look more like real animals, mm -hmm. and I get the novelty. But otherwise, it's just retelling a bunch of old stories with real actors. But and I, I, don't, I don't know. Whatever. If it's making money, then I don't care. Yeah, but. That's resources you could use to make new IPs. Oh, Hollywood doesn't make make money off new IPs anymore. Where are you? I know. I'm just trying to be logical. And I know they're like, oh, what was a great idea? Lion King was a great fucking movie in the 90s. You know it would be really fucking cool to make money on that? Let's make it live action. Meaning not live action, but with CGI. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, we need a live action... Uh, uh, Detective Pikachu, fucking I'm so looking forward to that too. <laughs> anime movies and shit is like there's no market for that. Yes, there is. That's why they're doing it. No, for, for the, the anime. Oh, I don't know. There might be. Because uh, was was all this was well, definitely was a big deal when that fucker put it out. It's... That 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 movie. I mean, it's good for people that maybe want to get into anime, but as a person that is the only anime that I ever watched uh, back then was Death Note. <laughs> like, I was like, that that doesn't make sense. Why did why are they doing it this way? And, yeah. And uh, yeah, there's ter there's pictures of uh, Terminator Dark Fate, by the way. Uh, Arnold looks old as fuck, but he looks buff as fuck at, at the same time. So, computers. Mm hmm. <laughs> so, we'll see what happens with that movie. I'm, I'm really interested in that because I love Terminator. But, but I've been rambling, we've been rambling too long. Uh, That's true. We're gonna, we're gonna end the episode. We are on Spotify, everybody. If you go on Spotify and search Nerd Review Network, we are there. And you can see all our podcasts from uh, The Nemesis Project, uh, Escape from SideQuest, and Big Trouble Little Podcast. If you, if you want to just be on the browser, uh, you can go to Podbean. It's also an app on the phone on Google and iPhone. So if you go on Podbean uh, or novnetwork.podbean.com, or if you go on the app and just search Nerd Review Network, uh, we are there. Uh, if you want news and reviews or anything nerdy, you go to nerdreview.com. And uh, before we leave, Andy, is there any projects you're working on? That you want to discuss? Nope. No. Same, same old stuff. Still, still very much in the first stage of like five things. Mm -hmm. uh, D Live is a new streaming service that well, it's not really new. It's kind of new. It's been out for like six months already. Um, it's being backed by PewDiePie, and it's kind of like a a medium to large. Uh, viewer base it's not like twitter or youtube where it's saturated and stuff we might try a live episode uh next week 
I'll, I'll, I'll put it on Twitter, I'll put it on the social networks, and I'll also put it on Podbean as a post that we're going to be live on there. But other until next time, everybody, we'll see you later. Peace out. Thanks for listening.